From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time. Now, your host and crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school sports fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! You're still bringing it, York, even even now. Even now, because I've got allergies. So I've... So I've been around you, and so I can confirm. Yes, you, do. you can concur. Yes. Um, so bear with me today, but uh, I tell you, I don't care if I've got allergies or not, man. Have we seen some good high school basketball this week? That we did. We sure did. I mean, uh, we've, we've got uh, two state champions uh, so far uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, we've got two state champions. Uh, we've got games this afternoon. Right. So yep. we got two more games uh, uh, of teams of local interest. Local interest. So uh, we're thrilled with that. But um, uh, how about Cave Spring? Oh man, I, I, I'm I am so excited for Cave Spring, and I'm so excited for Coach Groose and the whole community and um, those players to finally get to experience, you know, a real championship where they were cheated from it a couple years ago. Yeah, you know the COVID uh, kind of messed with the, the state finals a couple years ago. They they won a state final, but um, uh, they didn't really get to play that final game. But um, hey, it's a state it's a state championship. But uh, there's no doubt um, from Thursday night. Oh yeah, and man, that was a, I mean that that uh, Petersburg team is fantastic. Great team, great great support from their fans as well. That place was rocking. It was packed. You couldn't stir them with a stick in there. <laughs> And, man, they were loud. Uh, I mean, the place was rumbling. And, you know, it always amazes me when the kids, um, they get in a zone and they're, you know, most of them are pretty unaffected by uh, the crowd like that. Um, But uh, big plays, we're going to get into all that. Um, We're actually going to go back to the state semis as well, which were Monday night. Right. And I want to talk a little bit about those. And then we're going to talk about uh, at least uh, we're going to focus on the four teams or the two teams, rather, on Thursday night. Carroll County was their other winner. The Cavaliers, yeah. I mean, they were so impressive. That was a good team they played. That Meridian girls team was fantastic as well. Right. And uh, first-time Carroll County girls yeah. have uh, have won a state championship, and it's only the second state championship for the school as far as the history is concerned. How about that? So that, you know that all the folks from uh, Hillsville, the Carroll County area, are very excited, and, and I'll tell you, um, I'm looking in the crystal ball again, Uh-oh. and I can tell you right now, every girl that started for Carroll County on Thursday evening will be returning. And well, that, they will, oh yeah. So, I mean, if that doesn't send a little shiver down any class three girls team in the state of Virginia, uh, it should, because they're, they're, they're coming back. Well, they're still partying in Hillsville right now. They may be partying <laughs> for a whole month. I mean, That's they may correct. burn that place to the ground because... There was a good crowd for Carroll County as well. Hey, Carl, and just a, a something I learned there is that uh, on Thursday, Carroll County High Schools closed down at 11 o'clock. They loaded up three school buses full of fans as well as teachers, and up the road they went, and they were there, they were loud, and they were proud. So no doubt that was, about that it. That was something. No doubt about it, and say the same thing for Cave Spring. Oh, yeah. All the teams uh, – We've had really good attendance in the in the state championship so far. Uh, also on today's show, we're going to have Jen Cole, uh, Cave Spring cheerleader head coach. Uh, she's also a state champion. Uh, her her uh, her girls uh, won a state championship, and and uh, we got a great interview with her. So you want to stick around for that as well. And Carl, that yep. she was also showing us uh, on Thursday evening her state championship ring. She was donning it. Yeah, so she had her bling going. I wouldn't want her punching me with that thing. I was. <laughs> Tell you no. what, that that put something on you you couldn't rub off, um, but uh, you know the, the the cheerleaders do a great job as well. All right, remember you can reach out to us at crunchhsports at gmail dot com. We want to hear from you. Um, all right, so Captain Crunch here, man, what a week! Um, and just to remind everybody, we got one more week uh, of of our radio show this year, uh, so one more week, and then we'll start back in the fall. So I wanted to give everybody a heads up on that. We wanted to get through the state finals, and we wanted to get to um, uh, get through these games and love on the kids as much as we can. But um, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school sports radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. All right, let me set the studio. Due directly north of me, I don't know if it's north or not, 
On the board this morning, we have Captain Morgan again. Arr. I mean, he's given the victory sign over there, so, you know, we feel comfortable. Uh, Coach Randy's still taking care of some family today. Um, we want to, you know, our, uh, keep our, our prayers and and everything with him. You know, he's, he's uh, taking care of his sister and, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta love coach Randy for that. He's a family man, big hearted man, big hearted man. Yep. And then that guy you're hearing over to my right is uh, Jimmy crunch MVP.com Whitaker. That's a long middle name. Jimmy. That's a big, yeah. My mother, she worked on that one. Yeah. Yeah. She's very creative, very creative. Your mom. Um, all right. So, uh, got a lot to get to in the show. Um, first thing I, I'd love to talk about some of our, our sponsors, um, first, uh, Haley Toyota. Man, these guys are fantastic. Chuck Baker and all the folks over there. If you're going to buy a car, you got to start with Haley Toyota. They've got great selection. They um, they do you right. Uh, they got a great showroom. I don't know if you have you been to that new showroom. I have. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, you can't miss it. It's right there off of 581, and uh, it's it's a beautiful showroom. And I always go in there, and I do I drool a little bit when I go in Whoa. because. I see such beautiful vehicles of of which you know you clean it to up? have one. It, it's just I wipe it slightly. Oh, just, just with a little. It. Yeah, it's not okay. much. Yeah, that's good. You're you're a classy guy, Jimmy. Thanks, Carl. Slight drool. <laughs> All right, so um, Haley Toyota though, thanks so much for supporting Crunch, supporting high school sports in the area. We really appreciate Chuck Baker and his team. They do a fantastic job. All right, so. Man, I tell you, we're going to cover Monday night's games, the semifinals, and we're going to cover. Um, certainly uh, at least a couple of the finals on today's show. Again, we have two teams that have already won state championships. Out of the four, we have two teams that won on Thursday night, and then we got two more later on today. So um, we're, we're thrilled. We're, Jimmy and I are going to run up the road and take those in, and, and um, uh, we're going to talk about those. Let me go ahead, and I'm going to give you the, uh, the scores from um, Monday night uh, semifinals. So I'm going to give them all to you. So you, so you kind of know where we are. So Hayfield beat Southlake 67-48. This is 6A. Okay. Uh, Battlefield beat Patriot 55-54. So Battlefield and Hayfield will play in the 6A uh, championship. Um, Highland Springs beat Riverside 62-45. Maury beat Menchville um, 39-36. That's 5A. Okay. This is boys, by the way. Loudoun County 50-40 over... Um, uh, Loudon Valley, and then Verina, uh, eighty-four sixty-eight over Kings Fork. Now, some of these games have played, so I'm just giving you Monday night semis. Yeah, and I'll I'll fill them in later. Okay, yeah. okay. And then three um, A, it was uh, Cave Spring, fifty-eight fifty-six over Northside. What a wow. thriller that was! They're still talking about that around here, Carl. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of controversy there, but uh, we're we're going to get into that. Right. And then Petersburg beat Hopewell for the fourth time. Hopewell was a state champion last year. Petersburg beating for the fourth time. <laughs> Hard enough to beat a team once, but to think about beating them four times is 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 something. That's right. Petersburg beat Hopewell for the fourth time. That's that's amazing. 62-57. Um, Radford in two overtimes knocked off James River, 49-47. Unbelievable game. John Marshall smoked Greensville County. Mm. Wow, 92-53. That John Marshall team, uh, that that's uh that their that ballers. games today, Carl. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then Auburn. 63-39 over Twin Springs, Washington and Lee, 59-57 and a close one over Lancaster. That's the boys. Yeah. The girls' side, Robinson uh, lost to James Madison, 49-27 in 6A. Osborne Park beat Thomas Dale, 50-37 in 6A. In 5A, it was Woodgrove over Briarwoods, 50-47. Minchville over Norview, 59-56. In 4A, it was Millbrook over Pulaski County. Mm. 68-59, and then Kings Fork, 60-53 over Manor. Carroll County, 69-45 over Spotswood. Way Revenge to game. Way to go. Yep. Uh, and then um, Meridian, 65-44 over Lakeland in a good game. Uh, Central Wise in 2A, uh, 49-35 over Gate City. Larray, 64-46 over John Marshall. John Marshall in there again for the girls. And then uh, Honeaker, 49-28 over Perry McClure. And uh, Buffalo Gap, 40-26 to over Rappahannock County. All right, so that was Monday night's state semifinals. Again, we're going to cover uh, some of the state finals games, too. So 
you know, when you got a week where you you, you got semis and finals, we just want to make sure we're we're talking about all the games. Uh, yeah, we don't keeping everybody informed. That's right. All right, so let's gather around the campfire here real quick, Jimmy. What uh, what is the one thing that jumped out at you so far this week? Yeah, well, for for me it was, uh, and and I'm you heard me say revenge a minute ago. Yeah. And of course, the revenge part came about with uh, the Monday evening battle between uh, Carroll County High School and Spotswood. And what I mean by revenge is last year at Carroll County High School, Spotswood ended Carroll County's dream season with with you know a win. So that had obviously been very fresh in the the young ladies of Carroll County's mind. Yeah. And, and they were anxious to get up to Spotswood and return the favor where, you know, they 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 knocked them out and, right. and moved on to play in the, the state championship game, which was on Thursday. So um, they left nothing to doubt. They beat them uh, 65 um, to 45, uh, and it was a – and I think maybe it was 69 to 45. I'm sorry. Uh, 69-45, you're right. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a 24-point game. That's so, right. But uh, and you know they they were up against a, a young lady from Spotswood who uh, her name is Zoli Khalil and um, she had Zoli had left her stamp on Stanton River when they played them and we we talked about her a little last week but um, you know Alyssa Irvin you know we can't say enough about this she's young fantastic. lady only a sophomore and um, you know she's she's uh, by all means has taken you know a great responsibility to have them move to where they are and, and actually even to what they did last night. But uh, one of the things that stuck out on that night uh, was how they did uh, – they locked down Zoli Khalil pretty good. And I would think that one of the the players that the coach put on, which was Ashton Richardson, ended up putting her on Zoli. And even though Zoli scored 25 points, um, which is still a lot of points, but she, she really did a great job defensively on her, which – just took her out of her game, but but Carroll County was just m- too much for spots. And Zoli's bigger than Ashton. Yeah, Zoli is about six foot tall, and um, Ashton's probably like five six, five seven. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah she's gritty, but uh, yeah, good move there by the coach. Yep. Um, for me, it's got to be Cave Spring. I mean, I know you know I could talk about you know both these teams, but you know Cave Spring winning that state championship on Thursday night, seventy six seventy five against a great Petersburg team. They actually had played before uh, in a scrimmage, right? Oh yeah, that's correct. Yeah, uh, at the beginning of the season, I think. Yeah. So uh, a lot of the a lot of the Cave Spring players, not all of them, but a lot of them were familiar with uh, their personnel and what they do and their sets and everything. They talk about that in the post game, but um, very impressive uh, win there. And then the 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 you know Monday night Cave Spring getting Northside by two fifty eight uh, fifty six on a buzzer beater. And there was a lot of question uh, in the Valley about did Bryce Cooper get that ball off yeah. in time? Amazing job of just getting to the rack and and turning it loose. So uh, really just a great week of, of high school uh, basketball. Yeah, and, and Carl, to, you know, when I talk about the best thing this week, even though even though I mentioned that I really liked Monday night's win with Carroll County yeah. Spotswood, I mean, yeah. there was nothing sweeter than to see uh, the Carroll County girls, you know, win the state championship uh, on Thursday evening, and just to see the community and how everybody rallied around them, and and it was, you know, as we said at the beginning of the show, uh, you you said they're probably still partying there, and they they probably still are, and and I don't blame them, and um, so that was a a great thing to get to see a school that had never played in a state championship in the girls' side for basketball to actually win it and it to be only the second win of the whole school career. Well, that's so, a good point. And, yeah. and Groose said, you know, when after their win, Cave Springs win, he said they were going home in the middle of the night and cutting the nets down. <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh, at, and at, I don't doubt he wouldn't do that. No, I, you know, they may put new ones up and keep cutting them down just to practice. Yep. So uh, really a great job there. All right, let me talk a little bit about the Salem Civic Center. Um, another great uh, Crunch sponsor. Really appreciate all they do for everyone here in the in the area. Um couple things that are coming up uh travis tritt gotta keep my dates straight so we got travis tritt coming up um march 18th friday 7 30 p.m great great show march 22nd tuesday the roanoke symphony orchestra may 1st uh for king and country that's contemporary christian that is music. correct yes it is Jimmy. carl yep uh, and then just announced uh you know salem's got bo cephas uh, hank williams jr 
tickets that have just gone on sale. So that's a July 29th show at 7.30 p.m. Uh, tickets start at 29.50. Man, that's a great show. That is. That He will he will put on a he show. He will rock it. Yes, he will. Yep. He will rock it. All right, so um, a lot to get to today. Um, we're going to take a break here. This is uh, Crunch Time on WPLY. Stay with us. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris. Here to help with all your insurance needs. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Man, what an exciting show today. I'm telling you, these... A couple state championships, uh, Cave Spring, amazing a win over Petersburg. I, I don't think there was a lot of people when they went out there on the floor that said, hey, Cave Spring can beat these guys because they're, they're big. Oh, yeah. They athletic. Were. Yeah. But so does Cave Spring. You know, Cave Spring played so smart. Carroll County, you know, I was worried about that game from the beginning because Meridian and the girls there had uh, good size. They did. And uh, you know if they get that far that they, they can really play well. Certainly, um, you know, certainly uh, did a good job in that in that game as well. All right, let's talk about the Dogwood Restaurant, one of my favorite places to eat. Uh, and Jimmy's you know, there all you the time. Know it's one of mine. Yeah, without Jimmy's saying. there all the time. You got to check it out. It's a, it's just a great place to to get um, some unique food. It's it's Southern cooking. Keith and Jamie and all the guys over there do a great job. It's always. You know, it's always a lot of friends in there. It's always packed. The food's great. It smells great. And I like to sit at the bar. Oh, there's, yeah, you, you really get a show 
what you get a show at the bar. That's for sure. That's true. I mean, you really do. You, uh, you know, you, you can watch them cook. They talk to you and, uh, you know, I, I like to badger them while I'm there and, and, uh, you know, try to get their secrets of, you know, how they make that food <laughs> taste so good. Well, it's, uh, the only struggle with me sitting at the bar is I have, I second guess my choices sometimes. Oh yeah. I always see something that I think, oh man, I need to try that next time. So, uh, but it's, it's, it's just a great place, great atmosphere, great bunch of people. And, uh, it's great food. Well, knowing you, you probably just get a second order, <laughs> maybe something to go. I could, I could. Yeah. Yeah. You're a chicken liver guy. You're a chicken fried chicken guy. You're, man, you do it all. You I, do it all. I think so. I do, Carl. You're That's right. right. That's right. All right. Another uh, great sponsor I want to talk about Virginia Furniture Market. What a great partner. Great furniture. The thing I like about them is they're local and they're big. They can do it all. Uh, largest ever in stock selection. No interest financing. Immediate pickup or quick free delivery. You know, that's fantastic with furniture because normally, you know, you buy it and you got to wait forever. Uh, they can also help you decorate in your home. Four great locations in Rocky Mount. The main store you see on the right on 220 between Boone's Mill and Rocky Mount. Then they have a solid wood gallery there as well. Just up the street, you go through the next light and off to the left, a decorator store. And then the Virginia Furniture Market Warehouse. Mm. Man, they've got so much stuff in there and great prices. Uh, they also have locations in Bedford and Christiansburg. And you can go online. you got to check them out. Um I mean, they're just, uh, and, and Jimmy, I mean, your whole house is well, outfitted it, with. It's not the whole house, but I will tell you, there are several pieces of furniture that we have from there. And the great thing about that furniture that we've purchased is that uh, it's going to be there for us. And it's very likely going to be there for our kids one day. About because that? It's, it's going to hold up and it's well made. And, 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 you know, that's more the reason to purchase it. Now, am I on your, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not. Oh, I'm You're not. on a list, but it's not that one, oh, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, dang. <laughs> I was hoping maybe I made that list. But, yeah. Um, nah, but okay. it is a list you're on. I yeah, I don't want to hear that. about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some money. We're going to talk just about the, really mostly about the four Monday night games that affected our area teams. Talk about Cave Spring, uh, 58-56 over at, um, at Cave Spring High School uh, over Northside. Uh, on Monday night. This one was a wild one. Mm. They're always wild between Northside and Cave Spring. Um, and let me just set it up. So Northside's, right at the end of the game, Northside's Kai Logan was fouled by Cave Spring point guard Graham Lilly on a three. Um, and um, Northside was actually down a point. Okay. And Logan had just nailed two threes in the fourth quarter, really to put Northside in striking position. Uh a lot of great play. I mean, Jernette played well, and Cole played well, and, you know, um, a lot of the Northside guys really played a, a great game that night. But um, Logan, uh, he, he went up and stroked the first one, but but the next two both came off the back of the rim. So it was tied at 56 with about 15 seconds, seconds left. Cave advanced at the half court. Call timeout. Only 1.9 seconds left. Very important, yeah, 1.9. 1.9, and uh, they got the ball into Cooper on the wing, and he didn't hesitate. He turned and crossed over and beat his man uh, baseline, baseline Yep, and laid it in for the win. Now, this wasn't without controversy because many claim Cooper hadn't let go of the ball before the horn sounded, although it was very close. And I just don't know how you, as and, an official. And I agree, Carl. I mean, I watched it, and, I, I you know, I had the – ability to sit there and watch it over and over it was on it was on TikTok it was on yeah, it yeah. was on everything and you know i don't i, I don't know how they could have it was such a it happened bang, bang. so yeah and i mean it's just wild and i mean and then of course the ball goes in and pandemonium strike it's, and who it, was leading it well the lead, the leader was coach Gruz. and I mean, and carl i wasn't at the game but the photos you took at the game uh which are crunchmvp.com I loved seeing Coach Gruce, and I, I told you this. I said it reminded me, you know, in a very good way of Jimmy Valvano. Yeah. When, when they won, uh, NC State won, and you saw Valvano just running around trying to find somebody to, to hug, and that was the scene on Monday evening with Coach Gruce. He lost his mind. I mean, he was running around, and he's got that jacket on, so it's flying out the back. I mean, it's funny to see a, a head coach with a sports jacket on, and that thing is flying. It looked like a cape. And uh, but it was great uh, excitement. I don't know how they would have got the genie back in the bottle if they would have said mm. it wasn't good. I mean, the 
everybody was on the floor instantly. Oh, Lord, yeah. And uh, But you can't blame the officials whether nope. you think one way or the other. I mean, it was bang, bang. They made the calls best they best they could. And, it, you know, uh, in the history books, it, it was good. Now, some of the pictures show it looks like it's still in his hand when the clock's zero. But you can't tell whether his hand is up against the ball or he's already released exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. And the angles that, that were there, it, it made it almost impossible. So, uh, that's water under the bridge at this point. That's you right. Know? So, but but yeah, it it was it made for interesting you know conversation. That's for sure. And for Cave that night, Dylan Saunders really carried the mantle for the Knights as far as points with 22, 22 points, uh, eight for ten from the foul line. Boy, he's a good foul shooter. Uh, Bryce Cooper got the game winner as we talked about. He he finished with nine. Coop and his uh, his defense continued to lead uh, Cave Springs advancement. Wow, he drew. Numerous charging calls again. Yep. I mean, he he's so hard to figure out because he can block your shot at six four, six five, whatever he is. Yep. Or he can take the charge, and he has no problem taking the charge. No, he does not. So um, he really did it on the defensive end. Stark Jones and Owen Dyett both had eight. Cameron Tinsley notched five. Skyler Griffiths came off the bench for an important four, and they played some ironclad defense. Graham Lilly had two. Everybody contributed, but uh, for Northside. Uh, Swiss Jernette, Arian Swiss Jernette, and Lawrence Cole both had 14. Mikhail Hardy uh, had eight. Uh, Kyle Logan finished with seven. Sidney Webb, six. Cy Hardy with five. And Deshaun Anthony with two. So that kind of sums up that Monday night game, which led to Thursday night state championship. Oh, yeah. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yep. All right, so, um, Jimmy, what about Radford? Radford and James River playing again. Yeah, the last the last time they met at the Krieger Center at, at Rona <laughs> College, it was an overtime forty one forty. Yeah, and then of course uh, James River went on to play a very talented Union team and law and won in double overtime. And then you it set the stage, uh, you know, for Monday evening game when they were back at Rona College. They were a bigger you know stake on the line here for the to play in the state championship game and. Um, you know, my son Graham was there photographing that, that night and, uh, you know, he was texting me back and forth and it went into double overtime, you know, with Radford, you know, beating James river again, you know, 49 to 47. And it was just unbelievable because that, that makes me wonder about the old, uh, looking glass or the crystal ball I was looking in. Cause I perceived James river to play for a state championship. So, That's right. uh, but, but next best choice there's obviously Radford who will be, uh, you know, playing later today for that state championship. So, but the, in that game, uh, Gavin Cormany, you know, had 14 points, uh, Landon Clark had 13 and on the, the James river side, the leaders of there was uh, James clever Clevenger with 13 and Corey Easton with 10. But, it was a game that could have been won either way, and just a heartbreak, you know, to have two local teams like that and one not make it. Oh, well deserved, uh, yep. both of them to go on, but only one can go on. And yeah, you summed it up really well. You talked a little bit about Carroll County sixty nine forty five over Spotswood. Too much Alyssa Irvin for Spotswood. Irvin had what thirty five points. She did thirty five points and just unstoppable. Kaylee <laughs> Easter with eleven. Jalen Hagee with ten. Ashton Richardson, uh, she had seven, but again, most of hers was the great defense she put on Zoli Khalil. And Khalil finished with twenty-five. That's correct. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. And then the other one that we we keep an eye on really close is um, uh, Auburn over Twin Springs, sixty-three forty-nine or sixty-three thirty-nine rather. Uh, Ethan Mill irons twenty-six points. He is such a tough floor leader. Yeah, looking forward to getting to see him today when he plays for a state championship. I mean, he just. Uh, he handles the team so well. He keeps the pace right. Yeah, you know, a lot of times in these in these uh, late in the season games, a lot of what a lot of times what you find is teams will speed up teams. Mm. They'll get them out of their rhythm and they'll either, you know, slow them down. They'll hold the ball or they'll speed them up, and it messes with teams. And and that's what happens a lot of times when you get good teams playing each yep, other. That's true. Um, all right. So one thing I want to go back to you. Let I can't get a, enough of this. Uh, so the K Spring Northside game. We actually interviewed Coach Groose after that game, oh. and I, I want I want to play that for you. So let's uh, let's hear Coach Groose on from Monday night's game over Northside. Wow! What yeah. a game. Wow! Wow! What a game! I mean, I think that's the best way to describe it. Like 
I just told man, like we, I feel like a lot of people thought we were down and out, man. They made a run. I mean, begin the game, they throw haymakers at us. Yeah, we were resilient enough to, to handle that adversity, and and, and, and you know, we ended up tying the game, end up I think going up two at halftime, and you know, then they came out throwing again. I mean, I think. Yeah, we were down with five with, you know, a couple minutes left. Under two, we were still down four, I think. And, man, just found a way to win. Like, it's incredible. Like, I'm still, wow, I'm still just in shock that, that we found a way to win. You know, we took a huge charge at the end to get the ball back. It's kind of who we are and what we do. And then we called it a, a set there at the end, and they scouted out well. You know, I never used my timeouts ever, so thankfully I had four left to do the game. Called another one, called the play, and, and uh, I told Bryce, I said, when you get it, man, rip and go to the rim. I said, just go. I said, you know, that's one of our options. And I said, either get fouled, make a layup, miss layup, get fouled, or call a charge. All those are good for us. Like, yeah. It's like no big deal. Like, make the official make a call if if they have to there. And, uh, you know, but, you know, nothing but respect for Northside and mm-hmm. Coach Pope and their kids and their community because they're, it's an unbelievable program, you know. 15 minutes apart and two county rivalries that for a chance to go state championship game, you know, they, they competed at a really high level. And I think we gave everybody 10, 11, 50, whatever, whatever costs to get in the door. I think we gave them their, their money's worth tonight. I ain't slept for three months. I ain't going to sleep now. So. <laughs> well, just keep this train going. We need to go to Richmond, baby. Yeah. So, so, uh, Cooper, so you called the play to Cooper there on the, on the sidelines. Yeah, dude. He is, uh, he really played well. I know you know that. You know, he's gotten so aggressive yeah. the last half of the season. Yeah, Talk really, a little bit about him taking over. Yeah, I mean, he really just has put in another gear, man. Him and, you know, I think Dylan Saunders both have really stepped up. You know, I think a lot of people early on were worried about Owen and Stark and trying to shut them down, which gave those two guys who are really good anyways a lot more confidence. And and now, like, I think, you know, we've talked about this before, like in today's me society, like our guys continue to throw the ball to Dylan, like continue to throw the ball to Bryce instead of worried about getting theirs. Like, you know, we could very easily lose that game if our guys come down. I'm like, man, I, I've only got eight, and I'm averaging 16. Like, i got to go get mine. Like, I think we we lose that game if that happens. And, you know, they kind of buy into our team concept. And, you know, they have all year. You know, it's our 28th win of the season. It sets a school record that our state championship team two years ago set with 27. So, you know, it's, tw- it's our 28th win of the year, and uh, it feels pretty good. Great win, Coach. Yeah, thanks so much. I tell you a couple things about that game, and, and Coach Cruz is just a ball of energy. Yeah, we uh, saw that again on Thursday evening. He doesn't yeah. need a seat for one. <laughs> I mean, he's either in a crouch or he's running up and down the sidelines. Or, but um, I want to talk about, um, you know, he he talked about really when you hear that interview uh, about unselfishness, mm-hmm. and uh, he talked about guys not worried about getting theirs, just getting the win. And in high school, that's a rarity sometimes. You know, you got guys that can play and score, and they they feel like, you know, and the best way to win is for them to do their thing, and that's not always the case. Yeah, and, and to me, Carl, it's a rarity in boys' basketball. Yeah. You see it. That's true. More so in girls' games. They'll, they'll be a player ahead of them, and they have an easy layup, but they'll pass it. Not so in, in the guys' world. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you get some guys that will, will deliver it. And, you know, the, the irony of it is, if you'll give it up, a lot of times you'll get it back for a better shot. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you know, um, but you know, it's it's a style and a philosophy. But that's one thing Cave Springs been really good at. And the other thing I want to talk about is Coach Pope at Northside. What a classy guy. Oh yeah. I mean, that was an emotional game. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. He was he was talking to his team. I, normally, I do an interview after the game of both coaches. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Uh, he you know he was taking care of his team. He would have done it if I if I could have got to him back to him, but I yeah. Um, but just a classy guy. He gave you know uh, all the credit to Cave for for getting the win and doing what they needed to do to win. You know, loved on his kids. He was really you know proud of his team and how they had a great season. They sure did. Yeah, and 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 now they're the only team that can say they beat the class three state champion. Well, that's right. Yeah. That's right. They beat him by three earlier in the year at Cave. Yes, sir. Yep. So really uh, a lot of fun. Uh, all right. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, at least uh, two of the state championships that affect the, uh, our area, uh, Cave Spring and then Carroll County girls. So um, stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. 
Thomas's English muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me? Pumpkin spice. Thomas's English muffins. Wake up to what's possible. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price. I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. It's state championship basketball week. Jimmy? Man, I know. March Madness. Local March Local. Madness. Local, yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, so um, let's talk a little bit about these state championships. Uh, I just want, I really want to focus on the, the two that affect our area. We could talk about all of them, but uh, the two that affect our area, Cave Spring, 76-75 over Petersburg, and then Carroll County, 51-47 over Meridian. Both great games. Uh, you got your money's worth if you drove to Richmond and watched those things. We did. We got our money's worth, I can tell you that. Cave Spring um, got Petersburg. I mean, this thing really got tied at the end. Uh, it's just appropriate that night the night season uh, the night season would end on a one-point affair like this. Yep. I mean, yep. they won their last two games with three points. Yeah. I mean, goes bounces one way, it's, it's a different story, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And I, I always say this, the best games have a few characteristics, at least for me. Both teams believe they're going to win. Right. There are lead changes, so one team oh, doesn't yeah. run away from another. It goes back and forth. They have to overcome some adversity. Right. And then it comes down to the final minute. I mean, those are the three things, and mission accomplished with this game. 
Um, and th- this was the first game that I'd actually seen. Jimmy and I talked about this. We'd seen three female referees. Oh, I, I, we we think history was made uh, on Thursday evening. Now, I, I, I'm just saying that out on a limb. But, yeah, there were three uh, female officiants or uh, referees right. that were there for the for the basketball game. And it was – I've never – and I mean great. You know, even Coach Grew spoke about how much it meant to him and to his daughter. Uh, you yeah, know, that was it, cool. it was a great – you know, that he was able to pull that in. And, and um, I, I will tell you, though, <laughs> and, yeah. and Carl, you and I spoke about this on Thursday evening. Uh, Coach Groose handled the referees slightly different, different than what yeah. I recall him handling them throughout the year. And uh, for, but but you know it could have been just the fact that it was a state championship game too. But but uh, I think they did a great job. Um, it was a but it was interesting to be able to see that I'd never seen that before. Yeah, and it was a tough setting. Oh, I mean, there man. were a lot of charges. There were a lot of bang bang. They had to make the call. They didn't hesitate. Um, you know, it you you didn't even notice any difference. I mean. And they all three look like they played a lot of basketball in their life. They, you know, but um, that was interesting. It was, I agree. And um, it's it, it's it's something you know. And I made mention to Coach Groose, You know, talked about it. Um, there was, um, you know, I even asked a VHSL official, and you know, he sort of smiled at me. He didn't confirm or deny that it was the first time, but but a great great thing for for the game. Right. Yep. Petersburg jumped out early in this one, but couldn't pull away. Um, and the the same thing could be said for Cave throughout the game. They they got ahead, but they couldn't pull away. Um, and uh, I know Petersburg, uh, Cave was up twenty to nineteen in the, at the after the end of the first uh, quarter, and then uh, stretched it out to seven points by halftime, uh, and then added two more in the third quarter. But then here came Petersburg. There they come, yeah, twenty outscored Cave twenty to twelve in the final quarter, and got it got it tight, but. Um, uh, but and Carl, they had uh, you know Petersburg had the ball and right. had the chance. I mean, it, it it they had the chance to win, and um, you know, but but you you can't say anything about this game without saying something about Owen. Yeah, Owen Dalliot, who uh, you know he there was a nice article in the paper uh, about Owen and how he transitioned from Salem before over the game. To, yep, b- before the game, uh, it was earlier this week, but. Um, I think Coach Groose, we heard him say this many times when we would talk about some of his players. Coach, Coach Groose would often go, I'm really glad he's on my team. Yeah. And I can tell you, he's got to be really glad that Owen is on his team because Owen, 29 points. I mean, he he was a beast. 22 of those points in the first half. 29 points, nine rebounds, two steals. And he got the steal oh, and yeah. went down and drew the foul that led to the one-point difference. And yeah. You'll listen. Uh, we've got a post-game interview. He talked about that foul shot. He actually missed the first one. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he made the second one, which was the game, which was the difference. But it's interesting what he has to say. Stark Jones had a big night, too. 18 points, four assists, four steals. Bryce Cooper pulled his role like he always does. Not necessarily with the points, but Bryce was a leader on the floor, but he was also the man who took the charge. Well, yeah, he took a bunch of charges. Uh, he was big in the paint. He had three points, but he only took three shots. Yeah. And, you know, taking charges, rebounding, and forcing the paint. Same for Dylan Saunders. Uh, with Without Dylan's offense, the Knights aren't in the finals to begin with. He had numerous blocks. He had six, I think, 13 points. Graham Lilly had eight points. Yeah. Two for three uh, from the field, four for six from the foul line, and five. It takes... A oh, whole yeah. team. Every one of those points. You even look at uh, 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 Skylar Griffiths. He he only ended up, I think, with two points. But he doesn't hit those two points. They don't win. That's right. Yeah. Well, and and so this game was really marked by backdoor cuts mm-hmm. and runouts. Yep. Uh, Cave really did a good job of, you know, Petersburg overplayed the the outlet pass or the uh, the pass the wing pass, and Cave just went backdoor. They got a bunch of. Uh, layups to the rim. They nice also had, reverse layups by Owen. Yeah, yeah. They had runouts where they, you know, um, uh, Petersburg was banging on the boards. Cave Spring got it, man. They had no problem throwing it down the, certainly down the 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 court and and getting those buckets for Petersburg. It was their big man inside. Chris Fields, twenty five points, mm. number ten. He was a load out there. Tyleek Lawrence had fourteen, and Bernard Fuller had fourteen. All right, so let's get to Coach Gruz and his post game comments. Again, we just have a segment of this. But I thought it—I thought it was pretty good. Let's let's hear Coach Cruz. Uh, 
unreal. This community is unmatched. So I want to get that off the table first. Talk about these guys. Most unselfish individuals ever. And they believe in the we over me concept. Again, any of these guys could be pigs. Dylan Saunders could be said right there. Graham Lilly goes, goes on and on. And they could go out and get there. So they could, you know, in today's world, worry about like the stats and posting on Twitter is what I told uh, Jermaine the other day is like, they, they don't care about that kind of stuff. All they care about is winning. You know, we just went 29 and one. We lost one game by, by three points this year. And, and that game right there, man, Petersburg is an unbelievable team. Like, they're a great team. Probably the most athletic team we faced all year and, and balanced and physical and aggressive. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just blessed to be here, blessed to be a, a state champion. Remember, media questions about the game only. If you need that personal. We'll stay as long as you want. We don't care. We got nowhere to go. That ain't working tomorrow. Who cares? Hey, uh, Owen, just talk about that last sequence. You know, they were holding the ball. It looks like they were going to take the last shot. But then you made a great defensive play and you got the game winning point. Um, well, we practice defense every day. We practice late game situations every day. So, you know, coach kind of sets us up to succeed and just makes it easier for all of us. Did you prepare for the slowdown offense? Were you expecting them to stall like that? I'll be honest, I didn't, I didn't think that they would slow down. They slowed it down against, a little bit against Hopewell um, in a state final four game that, that, that we watched. They stalled it a little bit towards late games. They had a little bit of a lead. Um, you know, we, I didn't anticipate that would happen. Um, you know, if we'd have scored more points, they wouldn't have an opportunity to stall. So I was hoping we'd score more points. <laughs> How did you want to play that possession, though? I mean, you didn't want to just let them hold it no. all the way down. I mean, no, you know, we, we, were setting, uh, we were setting zone there for a little bit, and then we told our guys to, to come out with probably, you know, I don't know, 40, 30 seconds left, whatever it was. You know, it's, uh, and, and we came out and made a nice play. Oh, and did that ball, did you knock that ball loose? Did it come off his hands or combination of the two? What, what happened exactly? Um, I think I, both. Yeah, I got a little piece of it, and then it bounced off his hand, and then it just went behind him. So I picked it up, and I. You came down. Then, you you tried to pass on on the drive. It looked like and got fouled. Um, you gonna take a shot there? I I knew that he was gonna try and block it, so I was just trying to go up. And if he fouled me, he fouled me. If uh, I made it the layup, I made the layup. If I missed it, then I trusted that one of my teammates would get the rebound because. You just needed a warm-up shot on the first one there? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I mean, what was going through your stomach, your mind, your what, I mean, on the line? You dream about that your whole life, right? Um, I got up there, and I missed the first one. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, don't be that guy who lets the first miss affect them and Thank then you blows geez. it for the whole team. So I didn't want to let my teammates down. So I made it. Sark, you had to play a lot of point guard there in the second half. What, just kind of talk about that and, you know, what you were able to make some nice passes out of there, big buckets. It's really just Coach Groose. He told me to go get the ball, and then I just try to attack, and if they helped on me, I'd kick it to one of whoever is open. Or if they left me open, I'd attack and get in the lane. And we knew we'd have to run point guard by committee tonight. I mean, their ball pressure is relentless, kind of like how they were on the boards. So we knew that he could run point, G could run point, he could run point, he could run point. You know, just so it wouldn't just continue to wear down. We wanted to look at the best matchups and where we thought, you know, we, we, we could exploit some things. So uh, we knew G, I mean, G had the ball in his hands 90% of the time, and he's done a great job with it. But we saw a couple opportunities where, you know, this big donkey here brought out the ball to the floor and Stark brought the ball to the floor, and life was good for us. Bryce, you said after the Northside game that you could almost, you know, get emotional talking about just kind of the journey that this program has gone through after the championship game got canceled because of COVID and everything that's happened since, I guess. Just what's it like for you kind of coming full circle here tonight? I mean, just the job's finally complete for the 2022 season. I mean, 2020 season. I mean, just like I had a bunch of dudes in the stands, and I mean, I was just out here playing for them and myself and this team, obviously, and it was finally get the job done in player and actually win is amazing. You know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of sidebar to that is I grabbed our book after uh, we won the Final Four game. I was looking at it, and I turned the page, and there's no more blank pages. My God, like, hey, we buy our scorebook. I was walking out of my office. We've got our state championship trophy from two years ago sitting there, and our scorebook set right beside, and I just picked it up, flipped to the back, and there's one game left in that. And, uh, and Coop, who's our scorekeeper, I said, man, like, you know, the older I get, the more sentimental I get, you know. And I said, man, wouldn't it be pretty cool to have this game in the back of that book to kind of, you know, not only we win this game for this team, but, like, we kind of close the chapter 
for that team as well. Like I feel like we owe that team, if that makes sense. How about that? Closing the chapter, they did it right, winning a state championship. I love the postgame comments. I know a lot of the public doesn't get to hear that. You heard a lot of different interviewers in that postgame. And then the players, you can only bring three players with you. Coach Cruz brought Owen Dalyot, Bryce Cooper, and Stark Jones with him. So those were who you heard speaking. And, Carl, we, we got the opportunity to uh, to get to see, you know, a bunch of guys after they had won and their emotions were very raw. And it was uh, – it was just very nice, and it, it was also a nice finish to see Bryce Cooper, um, you know, for it to end this way for him. And he even commented, you know, he, he's obviously going to VMI to play baseball, but he even commented how much he's going to miss basketball. Yeah, how about that? You know, and he said, you know, so that was that was a nice thing to get to hear. And so uh, just – but I will say, just looking real quick at their roster, Yeah, I mean, they're, they're losing some great players, don't get me wrong, but they're, they're returning about three starters, and they've got – Two other players that got significant time. So uh, be on the lookout for Cave Spring oh, next year. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk quickly about Carroll County, 51 47 over Meridian. Alyssa Irvin, this is a state championship. Yes. What a win for them. Alyssa Irvin had 19, six rebounds, three assists, four steals. She does it all. She does. Ashton Richardson, nine points. Uh, Jalen Hagee, nine points, five rebounds. She was key i thought yeah and speaking of jalen hagee uh she only it, it, you know nine points is what she ended up with but there were four points that couldn't have been any more important and those were uh four free throws that she hit in the last 38 seconds of the game which really helped seal the victory so um you know shout out to jalen but uh, you you can't you can't say enough about Alyssa irvin um you know only in the 10th grade only a sophomore and as i warned everybody at the beginning of the the show uh, all the starters will be back next year. Alyssa Urban is currently a 10th grader. Jalen's an 11th grader. Kaylee Easter's 11th grader. Ashton Richardson's in the 11th grade. And uh, Lauren Alley, and those are your five starters. And that means the state champions that just won on Thursday evening will be returning the full squad for the next season. So Class 3, wow. Watch, Watch out. out. Lauren Alley had 8.7 rebounds. Kaylee Easter, 4 points, 3 boards. Uh, just a great job. Meridian? Talk a little bit about them. Zareda Isa Belsetta, I think is how you Very say her good, name. Very good, Carl, yeah. Good point guard, 11 points. Uh, Megan Trimbley for Meridian had 12. Uh, Elizabeth Creed, number 33, played a played a big role. And they ran sort of a high-low game where they, would, they mm-hmm. would get it low, and then their big, their other big girl off would come off the, uh, off the uh, foul line extended and cut. And they were hard to handle. They, they got were. a lot of buckets uh, at the rim. And they were a load. They and were listen, a good team. They, they gave everything they had to Carroll County, and so it's uh, it was not an easy victory for Carroll County. But when you win a state championship, you don't want it to be an easy. That's victory. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, I've been waiting for this. I love this as well. Jen Cole, so nice of her. Uh, the Cave Spring head cheerleading coach did an interview with me uh, during the week. Wanted to talk to her about competition cheer and sideline cheering. And uh, let's get to uh, Jen Cole at Cave Spring. Um, let's let's hear that interview with her. We are here on the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline with Jen Cole, the Cave Spring Cheerleaders head coach. Uh, how are you, Coach? How are you doing today? Good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for uh, being on. Uh, first of all, congratulations on uh, a competition cheer state championship at Cave Spring. That That is impressive. Um, Thank you. All the teams in the state, do they all have competition cheer? All the high schools? So, no, actually, they don't. It, it, there are certain pools that don't have a competition program. Some take a year off every now and then. Uh, luckily, we've had enough interest to where we've been able to have a team year after year. But, yeah, definitely not every school has one, but you'll find more than not. I, I mean, I, I just think it's it's such a great sport. We're going to get into it, though. So, like many of our listeners, including me, really don't understand how the sport of high school cheerleading works. And so, uh, first of all, am I correct? There's actually competition cheering or cheerleading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who compete, and then and then we have sideline or in-game cheerleading who provide mm-hmm. the support and spirit to you know the other sports like football and basketball. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So what it looks like is there is what's considered a VHSL activity, and that's where sideline cheer falls under. And so you know more schools you will find a sideline cheerleading teams more so than a competition team if they don't have both. They're more than likely going to have a sideline team versus a competition team. But a lot of schools do have both. And the VHSL considers 
competition tier as a VHSL sport and our season falls in the fall. Um, so we have the same, you know, setup as other fall sports like football, volleyball, et cetera. They have the same season dates as we do. Right. So a lot of your cheerleaders do both, right? Or, or do they yeah. all do both? Okay. Yeah. So the way we format our program is if you want to be on our competition team, you also are going to participate on our sideline team. Some schools let you try out separately. Um, we've just found that this is what works best for us. So if you see our girls on the competition floor, those are all also athletes that will be at your football games, at your basketball games. So they're basically year-round athletes. Well, I tell you, I, you know, I, I can imagine, and, and I want you to tell me a little bit about, I mean, how, tell us about how you train, how you practice, because it is, it, they're almost like gymnasts to me. It's almost like, yeah. I mean, you have to really train hard. Yeah, so we have the benefit of having a great relationship with our middle school program, actually. So we communicate a lot with their coach. Um, she's actually an employee at K-String High School, and so we work together to make sure that these kids are getting in classes early on if they start showing interest in the competition side of things. So they start gymnastics classes, tumbling classes is also what it's called. Um, they start working in the middle school level, if not earlier. A lot of these kids also participate in uh, all-star gyms. So there are a few in the area that they participate in as well. So by the time they come up to the high school Hopefully, if they're interested in taking that leap into competition cheer, they've had some exposure. We always are willing to start from scratch, but I think it helps them to dive in full-fledged if they have that past experience. Right. And once they get to us, we kind of start just really working on our way of doing things, um, our particular regimens for conditioning and technique. And you know, everybody has a little bit different way that they do it, just like – uh, you know, different other other sports have different calls that your plays that they call and ways that they get their teams prepared. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 good that we have that bond with our middle school. It helps us start earlier than if they were just to come in their freshman year. Well, you know, it, I can't stress it enough. I mean, these girls are athletes. I mean, they may be. Some of them may be the best athletes in the school, from what I can see. I mean, the things that they can do on the court and and to be a state champion you've really got to excel at what you do so i mean my hat's off to you guys all right jen cole man i tell you we we've got so much with her i'm going to do another segment with her next week um but she's a, a great lady does a great job for cave spring cheerleading and and yeah and it's i, I would say it's state champion jen cole too that's we can right say that but i will say that there's no event that's complete without having cheerleaders are there. But also, if you really want to take a quick look, CrunchMVP.com has photos from competition cheer that if you want to see what kind of athletes those are, take a look at that. Yeah, and and um, before we get out of here, you know, we've got games today. That's right. Uh, we've yep. got two more teams in our area that we're really interested in. Radford's taking on John Marshall. Oh, Big my game. goodness. We'll be there. John Marshall's got a 6'10 guy, and then they've got like six six between 6'5 six, and 6'7 six, guys. Yep. So they're really big, but Radford's got shooters. And they're the Bobcats. And they're the Bobcats. That's right. And uh, Auburn's taking on Washington and Lee. Washington and Lee's a really good club. Yep. Mill Irons will have to heat it up. Mill Irons got to do it. And uh, so, um, really, uh, but what a great show. I, I tell you, to win, to have two state champions in our area is just unbelievable. It is so hard to get those things. Yeah, congratulations to both uh, Carroll County girls and Cave Spring Knights. Uh, basketball that's great and uh, and thanks to uh uh you know coach Gruse and and all the coaches they they've been so uh, gracious with crunch all season you know sometimes we interview them after a tough loss sometimes we interview them after a big win but they they get what we're trying to do and we're just trying to love on the kids and and promote the sports and these kids work really hard whether they're they cheerleaders or basketball players football players wrestlers whatever the spring sports i mean they work really hard they do carl so uh, we, we really appreciate uh, appreciate that. All right, so tune in next Saturday. It's our last show uh, next Saturday, 10 to 11 a.m. for Crunch Time. Great show today. Thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Couldn't do it without you. Um, for Coach Morgan, I'm Carl York. He's Jimmy Whitaker. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPOY. Remember, it's all for him. All for him. All for him.